You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Maybe we should call this one slutty tips and story times. Because I don't know. Like, I'm going to be all over the place this episode, guys. I figured I could tell you a random ass story time, but it's good. It's, it's a good one. It's about when I was randomly physically attacked, not clickbait, not ear bait at the Houston Bush Continental I just said that name I don't know airport it was weird and it's not that long of a story so I figured I'd give the men and the women some sexy tips as well as maybe a sexy story time just to round it out nicely at the end Okay, guys, I'm back. This is Jordan. This is the horny housewife. I feel like, you know, when this podcast started, my men was like all my my men or what did I say? My audience was mostly men. And I don't know if it's the name. I'm sure it's the fucking name. The fact that horny's in it. They're just like, yes, yes, yes. And what this is, is ladies locker room talk and we're covering all the things. As a woman, I think women, there's women that are going to really relate to me, some that are not going to relate to me, some that are going to see a new perspective with me. I think there's men that are going to relate to me. I think because I'm married to a man that men can listen to this and get something out of it. Right now, I'm at like the 60-40, 60% women, hey girls, and I'm like, I get at this place in my head of like, who do I please or who do I speak to, and I have to get that out of my fucking head and talk about the stuff that I'm passionate about, that I love, that I want to, and if that weeds out a certain crowd or whatever, like so fucking be it. I need to talk about what I love and make good content for you all and that's all that matters and who's gonna love it is gonna love it so there we go and if you are loving it if or if you're here and even if you kind of like it if you could just hit that subscribe button hit that follow button grab someone else's phone do it for their from their phone too. help a sister out help a horny housewife out 
Uh, if you listen on Spotify, you click the follow button. And on iTunes, five stars really, really helps me in a review. So do that if you care about me in any fucking way. Because by golly, I fucking care about you. I promise you that. I'm so fucking grateful for you listening. It makes it so much more enjoyable to do. I thought this was going to be like a therapeutic thing where I did four episodes and then I was like, oh my gosh, this is not what I thought it was. And you know what? It's fucking awesome. I fucking love it and I'm not going to stop. Okay, here we go. This is so random. If you hate this, message me and say I hate this. Okay. Take a deep breath in. Once upon a time, not long ago, it, I was going to my best friend's baby shower. So I had had my child at this point. Okay. He wasn't the age he is now. This was a couple years ago. And I was flying to Houston and I was going alone because I was going to the baby shower and I did not want to bring my child. So daddy was on daddy duty. God bless his heart. I mean, he's his fucking daddy. Better do it. Isn't it weird how the kids are like so much better for the dad when you leave? Like I'm always like, okay, he's going to be so appreciative of me when I get back. And he was like, Hudson's wonderful. I've noticed that that Hudson actually uh, seems to be better around me. He's quieter, like more control and listens. And I'm like, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. It's because he loves me more and it's easier to hurt someone that you love so deeply. Love so deeply. So anywho, I'm, I fly to, to Houston. I get off the plane. And if you know the Houston airport, there's two airports. There's Hobby and then there's Bush. And Bush is like way better. You're closer. Well, I'm closer to where I live that way or where I'm from that way. And Hobby is just like a piece of shit airport. Sorry to the Hobby lovers. I mean, who the fuck loves Hobby? I'm concerned about you if you do. So, I mean... It's a big fucking airport. They're both fucking big because Houston's fucking big. So wherever our plane had taxied to, the what the gate? Okay, yeah, there we go. The gate. I was. It was very isolated. Like it wasn't. There wasn't other people getting off of planes nearby. Like we got off and there's no one sitting around us. So it's just people that got off of our plane and were walking. And I was sitting in the back of the fucking plane, and. I just remember because there wasn't a lot of people behind me and I was scared. And so I was like, I need to get to where more people are because this person is fucking psychotic. So yes, I know you're confused, but I'm going to tell you. I am walking with people. There's people in front of me, beside me. Everyone's just kind of walking down the hallway, following the signs to get to baggage claim or get to the tram, whatever, okay? My dad and my mother, this was before my mother had passed away, uh, were waiting at baggage claim. I had called. My mom was like, we're here. Like, we're down here because they wanted to hug me because I didn't live in the same state as them. And my mom was obsessed with me. So they were waiting there. It was not like they were in their car. They were downstairs, I go, okay, well, we just got off. I'll be down there in like six minutes, I'm sure. So I'm walking and I I look cute, by the way. I'm wearing like a little like two-piece tracksuit that's like tight and cute, crop top. And uh, the reason I'm saying that is because this guy comes up and before he comes up and hits on me or whatever the fuck you want to call the weird ass shit he did, he was 
yeah, this man was yelling. So I look to the left of me and back. So like I'm looking over and back and I see this man and I thought he was yelling at his girlfriend and that they were just white trash and he was drunk or on drugs or something because he looked like that. So I was judging him based on his demeanor, actions, tone, and how he looked, just being honest. He was yelling at this woman who I thought, and I still don't know to this day if he was with this person or not, or if he was just screaming at a person because now I know he's capable of, like, who knows what he's capable of, but he was going, why are you walking so fucking slow? Come on, pick up the pace. And I was like, God, like, he's abusive. He must, like, probably hits her. Like, I was thinking these thoughts, and she was like, oh, get out of my way. And like scurries up and I'm walking and I'm just like he gets beside me and you know when like someone gets too close to you if you're walking you just kind of like step out of the way speed up or move over kind of thing well so that's what I did I move over and I'm like oh that's the guy that just like yelled at this woman he's probably drunk or weird then he slows up and I'm like oh he's like I feel I felt something immediately wrong like I felt a like that gut feeling of like something doesn't feel right like is he behind me like I feel I didn't I felt vulnerable or something because people were get ahead and I'm just kind of falling back and now he's behind me and there's no one else behind me close by walking at all and he I see someone come up right along the side of me on the right now it's him and he it all happened so fast but he's holding his phone and my first and he goes hey can I ask you something really quick and I thought he was going to ask me directions because he's showing me his phone like he brings his phone over like I thought he was about to show me an address or something like he just puts it in front of my face and I look he goes hey can you show me something and I look down at his phone and it's pornography it is a naked butt naked woman rubbing her areolas straddled butt naked on a bed and I look up at him and I go you're disgusting get the fuck away from me and maybe I shouldn't have been so aggressive that is exactly what I said but what the fuck okay so that's very bizarre and I start power walking I'm walking I have a bag like a bag in my hand and one hand on my shoulder. I'm like acting this out. And then in the other left hand, I had a makeup utility box. Okay. I'm walking. And then this guy comes up from behind me, like right behind me and like runs up like a psychopath and goes, what if I said I'm going to stab you? And I am looking around me like, who do I ask? for help. I'm walking in this long ass hallway and I go, you can't say that to someone. And I go over to this, like there was a pretzel place that was closed. We were in a like shut down part of the airport. So I'm walking, trying to get to like the populated part of this fucking airport. And there's a woman working at the Auntie Anne's and I go, he just said he was going to stab me. I don't, this is a stranger. 
And this woman looks up at me and does this nervous smile. She has braces. She looks to be about 40 years old, Hispanic, does not speak a word of English. And I'm from Texas. And so I'm allowed to say this. So in Texas, you will come across a lot of people who only speak Spanish or are immigrants from Mexico or people who have crossed the border and live in the country illegally. I'm sure she wasn't if she's working at the airport. But I knew like this woman didn't speak any English. And so I just keep fucking power walking. This man is just verbally just slandering me. And I'm, I am Italian and I want to just kind of relate to Teresa from New Housewives of New Jersey and my temper. And like, I'm not going to, I don't let people walk on me talk to me a certain way. I don't allow it. And I'm sure I know that my husband, like I know people I loved were like, if you would have kept your mouth shut, I'm sure he wouldn't have snapped like he did. But I, I did not keep my mouth shut. And I will tell you that if there's one thing that Jordan should have learned already and hasn't, and I'm working on it, I'm in therapy, is that there are times I need to keep my mouth fucking shut because it just makes the situation worse. Even if what I'm saying is true or even if the person deserves it, it's just not the right thing to do. Keeping my mouth shut would have kept me safe and that's more important. So I talked shit and he spat at me and it was the most vile disgusting and I've never stopped walking so I'm like walking walking and it's happening fast you can imagine if there's a really long hallway words could be exchanged like I'm power walking I tried to ask the lady at the the pretzel place for help I'm like okay I gotta get I see there's like this octagon or like a pentagon shaped part of the airport where it goes off into either you can go straight right or left and it's um, like a ton of people there's and then each corner is a shop so there was everyone was walking back and forth over there there was restaurants so I'm like know where I'm going and this man spat at me and I stop and I go you're gonna be in so much fucking trouble I'm getting the police did you not have a daddy or something who fucking raised you, you son of a bitch and he and you're like, oh, why do you know? How do you know what you said? You know why I know what I fucking said? Yes, I know it was brutal. If anyone is upset with me, please replay the story. And re- I, I know, I know it was really mean what I said. I don't know if I'm really sorry because I don't know if you've ever been spat at, but I hadn't until this day. And it was like, disg- it was so disgusting. I can like literally picture his face when he did it too. But after I said the daddy comment, boom, it all happened so fast. I just felt my body be shoved because we weren't like in front of each other. He was like on the side of me and I'm just walking as fast as I can. And I was saying over and over, like, I'm getting the police. I'm getting the police. I think he was like getting upset that I was saying I'm going to go get the police. But obviously when I said that father comment, he he pushed me. I think that's what set him off. I'll tell you what he said set him off. He said he blacked out, that he had a PTSD episode. So I'm just going to go ahead and spoil it. Can't wait till the end to tell you that. I know. Digest that. And we'll talk about that in a second. 
pushes me against the wall. So my face is against, and this is in the octagon, a million people saw. They pull, like immediately after he pushes me against the wall, he's kneeing me and people, I'm screaming. I'm like, ah, pull him off me and are like holding him down. I am sobbing. I'm like, I want to call my husband. They're like, you don't know him. I'm like, I do not know him. Look at me. Look at him. Look at me. Look at him. Do I look like I'm with him? Because if you saw him, this would this would make sense. Like he looked like he does methamphetamine under a bridge every night. That's what he looked like. There was like a darkness in his eyes. So I, I'm assuming he was on drugs. I don't know this person. I don't know his name. I don't know anything about him except that he basically he badgered me is what he did and he came up to me and showed me I mean he was fucked up I'm assuming that the person he was yelling at maybe was a stranger I don't know maybe that was his girlfriend I don't know they looked like two birds of the same flock is that the saying anyways a man it was a couple pulls him off I'm she's like you don't know him I'm like no he's a stranger I'm like screaming I'm like I do not know him and he attacked me and luckily thank god there were police sitting at the restaurant right to the left like of the octagon part I don't know why I keep saying octagon I could say pentagon or I could say the fucking hallway okay there was police and they were like right there and like 30 seconds. So I talked to them and I was so angry. I remember being like, until that little bitch came up to me and ruined, like my, I called my mom. My mom's like, where are you? Where? I'm coming to you. I'm coming to you. And they like would not let her come up to, to us. And she was like talking to the police down there. Like I must get to my daughter. And I was like calling my husband crying. A man attacked me. A man attacked me. And my husband like feels completely helpless and hopeless at home. He can do nothing. He's in Washington. I'm in Texas. And he got a, that man was arrested. He said that he had a PTSD episode and that I triggered him. So I'm unsure how in the name of fuck I triggered him when I never looked in his direction or were, was ever trying to converse, mingle, breathe in the direction of this human being and I'm like what a fucking situation of being if I would have just sat closer up in the plane and got off earlier this wouldn't have happened if I would have gone pee gone pee after the plane this wouldn't have happened just like god fucking damn it god damn it I know that like a month or so later, I got a call. Like I was scared. I swear to God, it like traumatized me for a second. I was like so scared to go back to the airport. I was so scared I was going to see this man again. Like I didn't know where he lived. I'm like, did he, he came from the flight I was on? Like, does he live where I live? Because when he was arrested and they were taking him away, because they like the police had like separate, like took him down the hallway to talk to him, but they walked right right by me talking to an officer and she was like do not make don't make eye contact with him ma'am I'm like I don't fucking know him but when I looked okay when he was being taken away he looked at me 
turned his head at me like he was going to kill me. Like, it was the scariest look. I, In my opinion, he got himself arrested for acting like a goddamn barbarian. So, and I remember thinking, if this man would behave this way in an airport, in an airport where, like, you can't behave like that, like, you're going to go to jail. You're going to go to jail. Imagine what he acts like in his home or when he's out in the world, like, not in a place where someone will hold you accountable. Oh, that's terrifying. In my opinion, that's terrifying. Like, that's the kind of person who does scary shit. And a month or two after it all happened, I got a phone call and they were like, it was some woman, I think a prosecutor or something, asking me what I would like to see play out, how I felt, my version of the story, stuff like that. And I don't know why I wasn't invited to that, which I don't, maybe I was, I don't, I wouldn't have wanted to go anyways. And I lived in a different state and I wouldn't have wanted to see that, see that person. But yeah, I don't know what ended up happening, honestly. I hope everyone enjoyed that, that weird, weird ass story. And sometimes it's hard for me to digest as to why shit like that happens. <laughs> I guess for no fucking reason or for somewhat he I guess he needed to go to jail that night I guess that was his and his little universal lessons book I don't fucking know you know what's in your yes you you listening right now in your universal lessons book that fact that you're listening to this episode and now we're going to swiftly transition into why you subscribed in the first place you didn't know you'd end up hearing all these random fucking stories you thought you were going to hear about what it says in the bio sex sex men women relationships so let me redirect give the people what they want let me tell you when i get a dm from a man or a woman saying that they tried something that i talked about and how lovely the experience was for them chef's kiss nothing more that i love and speaking of last week when we talked about hey sometimes you know worst case scenario it's once a week now this podcast allows me to be like hey i need some like research i need to be doing some like you need to try some new moves on me i swear to god his pussy eating skills have gotten better and i'm like toxic so i'm like who did you try this on? Like, who, where did you learn this? Like, what did you watch? What did you see? What did you do? You're in trouble. Just kidding. I love you. I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just, fuck me. (laughs) So I don't know if he wants me to go on here and tell everyone that like he's doing something different. He's doing like this punch move. Like it's like a punch move with his tongue, like tongue punching me. And he's always been good at it, but men, tongue punch your woman tonight i don't (laughs) tongue punch the shit out of her okay and i think it was like the mouth was still suctioned on like a little vacuum so it wasn't just 
what I'm doing to the microphone that I just did that no one could see. I wish maybe this should have a video. Or, sorry if that ASMR disgusted you, but a little tongue punch. So write that down, a little tongue punch. Just jot that down in your notes. Maybe the men are like, shut the fuck up, bitch. We've been tongue punching since 92. And I am just new to this specific move that I feel like maybe was it was because he tongue punched me until climax so it just is stuck in my head because he kind of played aloof when I was like what was that new move who taught you so he was like what are you talking about so maybe it was like he was just sticking to one move because my body was responding well maybe I'm now mentally spiraling into a place of insecurity no no we're gonna go the other way but either way here I am helping the people telling you to tongue punch until watch her be like can you stop fucking doing that? Can you stop tongue punching my clit? Because I don't like it. Yeah, Matt, if your mouth wasn't doing some other things with it, your lips, people are like, what? I don't have more mouth to give you than my tongue. <laughs> but you you got to have some sort of suction around the area or else it's going to be like a tongue flick, which that feels good too. You know, just all of it feels good. This was just the consistency until the end. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just totally on a different plane than everyone else. So I'm going to just backpedal out of this one. Pedal, 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 pedal. Also confession. I am the girl, which I think most girls are the other way. All of my friends say that they get off to being eaten out or like I know a lot of girls that like some girls say that's the only way they get off I am quite the opposite so ever like never in my life never in my life have I been the girl that would get off from being eaten out and I'm sure we've put two and two together and I have been with enough people I feel like to be able to do the market research on this one and I just don't that was really sweet to do for myself I think that it just varies for every girl and we know and I need more friction than I feel like it can give me and no I don't need like a hammer like sledging like I don't need something to rip my vagina off of me I just I don't know. I mean, I can't tell you what it is. I've just always been the person to get off during the actual act. And on top, usually, or missionary is a great way. Both of those. And I mean, any position, I can make it happen because I can make it happen. But if it's all him, it's usually there's assistance, if you feel me. When girls tell me that they can just like lay there, and this has happened to me before with my husband actually, or I can just be there and like there can be nothing on no friction and I'm just 
being penetrated and I will get off, but it's a rare occurrence. And when girls, some girls are like, yeah, I squirt every time. And I'm like, you squirt every fucking time. Like some girls are just squirters where they squirt every fucking time. And it's like, wow, I, is that awesome? Is it awesome? Do you love, and some girls were like, I'm just so embarrassed. I'm like, I don't even fucking believe you, bitch. I don't even believe you when you say that. I gotta even believe you. Because if you just, you're telling me, which I know I, I can see why people want to tell me because I think that they know I'm not going to judge them as I'm judging the shit out of them right now on my podcast. And I'm like, you just told me, and I can see this little twinkle in your eyes that I don't think any man has given you grief over it. So, I mean, I think they like, I mean, I think some guys would just eat it. I swear to God, I think they would like literally lick it up and be like, let me sit here while you do that in my face. My husband, God bless him so fucking much. This is a reason why I married him, truly. Truly. I think sometimes he gets like his feelings hurt when I tell him, I'm like, yeah, and that's why I married you. And he's like, that's why you married me. Um, but he will take me, like, sometimes he like likes me dirty. I know, I know. And some guys, like a lot of guys, and he's a clean guy, but a lot of guys will make girls, some girls shower. <laughs> some like they want you to be showered and clean like I've dated those guys like they want you to be all clean and like the pressure and this being feeling self-conscious but it becomes like a lifestyle like that's just what you do you get really clean like I'm gonna carry like condiments white condiments I don't know what you call them little accessories with me for the cleanup or before and after anything to keep me fresh and ready and available and primed to fuck but now I'm married and my sweet husband doesn't, doesn't give a fuck about that. And I think a lot of married women can relate. Y'all would be like, my husband would definitely do it while I'm on my period. I don't have a period because I have an IUD in me, praise be. But some women would disagree with my choice in that, but that's okay. It's my body. But yeah, my husband will like literally like sweat, work out and be unshowered and he will be like "Mm, your pheromones and I'm like thank god someone it is like we're animals he actually likes my smelliness like when I am not smelling like a daisy and he likes it he like like so I guess that's true there are some like people that their pheromones are just meant to fuck each other or maybe not like meant but pheromones that are digging each other's chili. Now, I will say one smell, like here's another tip, everybody, men and women, ladies, I feel like I'm just going to have to, I feel like it's, it's the ladies room. I'm going to, the men can hear. Okay. The men can listen, but ladies, no, I have to say both of you because the men neglect it. Just spit it out, Jordan, spit it out. What are you trying to say? Wipe your ass wipe your butt. We don't like the butt smell. You don't want to smell like ass. Ass stinking. Stinking ass. You know, I think that's a smell we're all trying to avoid. I'll be honest. I'll give that to you. We're all trying to keep it clean. But just like, you know, a baby wipe is crucial. And let's just another honest thing. If your hygiene has regressed, declined since the pandemic, 
which, you know, I'm raising my hand right now and don't think I don't, don't fucking think I'm gross. I'm just saying I let my hair go without a wash, maybe an extra day or two now. And I'm working on getting my mojo back. She started putting makeup on every day again. My skin fucking hates me. I'm like, wait a second. Maybe I should go back to the uh, natural because my skin is just glowing like a baby's ass when I don't cake shit on it. Now back to the ass. I'm about to touch on a topic that I don't think anybody wants to. I don't think anybody wants to talk about it. I think it's something horrific. I think it's something disturbing, traumatizing. Don't worry, it's still sex related. I think it, it and I say this because it's, they, they come, I'm talking about fucking hemorrhoids, okay? I'm going to quit beating around the bush, the bushel. And before you go, Ugh, what are you talking about? Okay, so I had no idea what one was until I experienced pregnancy And I don't struggle with hemorrhoids, but when I was pregnant, I got a hemorrhoid. And my world was rocketed into another dimension, and I will never forget. And you can't, because things aren't the same after. And I can't believe I'm fucking talking about this. I cannot believe I'm fucking talking about this. And why? Why, Jordan? Why? Why are you talking about the, the, the non-sexy stuff? Well, you know what? People have told me that they don't know what to do. Like they don't think they can never have anal sex again that they can. And I'm like, no, 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 you can, you can first there, you can go to the doctor. You can get the situation resolved as far as you would like. You can resolve it in the no pain way. You can resolve it in removing it. There's ways to resolve. Now, there's some people who deal with constipation issues. I know a male that deals with constipation that he frequently would get them because of that issue. And I just remember I was like eight months pregnant and I was like, this is, my life is over. I can never, not only am about to push out a fucking baby in a month, but now I'm never allowed to bend over again. I'm never going to have a, like, just doggy position is now off the list. Like now I'm fucked. Like I'm not even going to be able to be myself and relax because what the fuck am I going to say? What am I going to do? I am not okay. And besides the uncomfortable pain and like something new, I was like, what's happening? Googling like, holy shit balls, what's happening? And then finding out it's this. I'm still can't believe I'm fucking talking about this. I don't know why this trips, maybe because it's just disgusting. And it's like, I would rather talk about queefing, farty, like anything else, anything else. But here I fucking am. And I'm just going to click upload. I'm just going to fucking click upload. Okay, the point, let me get to the point. The point was, is when I was in Phoenix and I was talking to those girls in the pool on the only day that I loved the the whole entire trip. If you haven't listened, episode 36, No New Friends, it's a fucking good story. Way better than the story I told you in the beginning of this episode. 
well, I was talking with some girls about anal sex and she was like, yeah, ever since I got, I had anal sex with this one guy who was really, really big. I got a Hemi. That's what we're calling him. I got a Hemi and guys, please don't think that these are like running rampant within the community because we, that's not what well, the girls are like, you're outing us, bitch, you're outing us. I don't want to normalize them. I just, we have to have this one conversation. Okay. She said, how do I, what do I do? And I'm like, you can make a doctor's appointment. And until then, you can just push it back up. Just push it back in. Just push it in. The loose skin that wasn't there before, just push it in. Now I'm done. Let's never talk about it again. If you ever are like, what do I do? Just remember these three words, push it in. The men never have to know. This is a safe space. You can't hear anyone vomiting or grossed out. The men have left. The second they heard the H word, they they clicked out. So we're safe, ladies. We're in a safe space. If this doesn't show my loyalty to you and that I love you, I don't know what fucking does, okay? If this doesn't show you that I'm here for you, then I'm done. I'm done proving myself. I just risked it all for you and your asshole and your anal sex well-being. And even if you don't like anal sex, I just made it where you can doggy style and be just okay with everything, Okay. And honestly, like there's something about like the muscles tightening during sex you in your head, you could be like, is this not going well anymore? And it should just all be going well. So I, it's, I've never had a problem. I never, like my husband still doesn't know that I had one. I never fucking told him. I never will told him. And one time he had one and he told me and he was like, I was really embarrassed. I didn't want to tell you, but this is what's happening. And I was like, Oh my God, he still thinks that I like, don't even know what one really is. And that that's a win. That's a win in my book. So if you really fucking hate me, you can DM my husband. Oh wait, he doesn't have social media. So go fuck yourself. He'll never know. I kind of like let it slip the other day. I was like, yeah, if you have one of these, you're supposed to put witch hazel on it. So, you know, maybe he put two and two together. Like, how does she know that? But he's not going to ask because he's a good man. Now, as far as a title for this episode goes, um, I don't think I could bear to put hemi or hemorrhoid in the title because, you know, it's out of everything foul that comes out of my mouth. That one just, just gets me, just gets me, just makes me sad all over. My whole body just, just goes in like a cave. I just close up like a flower dying. I don't know. It's probably the least sexy thing ever. So it just, I want to turn away. I want but you know what it's real life so that's what we got to talk about sometimes because I don't know does Google say that does Google say if you are in a sexual emergency and you were like dude I've I'm about to get fucked and like I can't let this guy see this on my body maybe I'm sure there's a forum for it but if you're listening here I helped you first we are really all over the place in this episode aren't we today Hmm, we are 
Okay, last thing, just to make your Monday a little more exciting. I mean, Mondays fucking suck, am I right? Not really. I actually love Mondays now that I'm an adult for some reason. I'm just like refreshed. Like, I don't don't know. But speaking of not being refreshed, my last, last story before we go, no more hemorrhoids. Let's talk about something a little more pleasant. I hope that if the men made it through, that they at least giggled their way through, um, just black it out after. But one thing, here's a tip, my last tip for the day, and it has a little story included. Perfect. I had a killer hangover. I had a killer hangover this week. I woke up, okay, because it was girls' night, and we drank so fucking much that it was... All of us had our boobs out by the end of the night. We were dancing. We were on my kitchen table. We were wooing. There was an excessive amount of woo-hoo, the wooing, you know. Sometimes you just got to fucking get one out. Sometimes you just got to be able to just stuff as many appetizers as you want in your face, throat, whatever, down your throat. And take as many fucking tequila shots and not one bitch is going to judge you. That's the people that you need to be around every now and then. That could sound like alcoholics, but what I mean is every now and then, get yourself around a group of girlies who you can just swing your hair around. Let it loose. Shake your tits. Okay, so I wake up the next day and I am actually, before when I go to bed, I do remember fucking my husband. And I remember I asked him to tell me a story of him fucking another person. So I see why he married me. (laughs) I woke up and I was like, did we have sex? He's like, yeah. And you were getting kind of weird at the end. I'm like, shut up. You fucking loved it. And before those words did come out of my mouth where I asked if we had sex, I had barfed approximately uh, five times uh, in two different sessions and I was hung hungover. Mama couldn't keep up with the other ladies. I mean, yeah, I was I was taking it down. I was drinking tequila like it was fucking water. But I think I was the only one that threw up. Uh, so I think I didn't need enough appetizers. Truly, I think I was drinking my calories that evening. Could have benefited from a little more in the tummies. As puking, I'm fine. I brush my teeth. I get in bed. Like, I am courteous enough to swish, like, get back in bed so that my husband isn't completely repulsed by me. And I was like, stick on my back. Like, I can't focus. I'm so nauseous. And I know he just wants to probably punch me. But he's like, like, you know, tickling me and soothing me. And then, and I can kind of feel like him having his morning wood, which, you know, that's often. And... I mean, I was dead. I was like, I have nothing to offer you. Goodbye. Turn away. I'm not even looking at it. I'm not even, I'm not even acknowledging it. You can hump me and I'm going to inch forward because I'm going to vomit everywhere. But I was getting like kind of cooed back into sleep or whatever. And then I was like, oh my God, I am going to throw up again. Like I can feel it. I feel sick. I shit. I feel horrible. My stomach is just dying and he reaches around me and grabs me by the pussy which you know what I'm okay with that I actually love it I love I love it 
And, but at this moment I was, I was like, I go, Oh no, I'm dead. I can't, I'm dead. He's like, just, she's like, just relax. Maybe this will feel better. Like distract you. You want to be distracted from the nausea. That's why I like the little ticky ticky, you know? So perfect, hot, sensitive spot. And I was not feeling hot. Hot was the last thing that I felt. Okay. Didn't feel sexy. Felt like vom girl with vom breath with raccoon eyes. The mascara was underneath me. I look like I fucking pulled an all nighter till 7 a.m. doing cocaine, but no, I just fucking drank and went to bed at 10:45. Okay, I went to bed at 10:45, and this is the state that I'm in. I'm not, I, I wasn't okay, but there I was, laying there with my legs adjacent, open, kind of in my husband's hand in the middle of my crotch. And I just decided to surrender. I decided to just let it be. I had no fight in me. And you know what? It was kind of working. It was distracting me. I was lulling. It was peaceful. He wasn't going at me like a finger jackhammer. He wasn't fingering me really at this point. But it evolved into that and in my head I'm like what the fuck he must be really fucking horny he probably was dreaming about having an orgy and woke up and just needs to get off inside of me and doesn't care that I just puke my fucking brains out but you know what I did sense a little love I sensed (laughs) I sensed a little love and I was like if this motherfucker pushes me over on my stomach or (laughs) shoves his dick on me I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to vomit. I'm going to turn over and just vomit on his dick. Not really, but I was actually prepping myself for this to happen. (laughs) This doesn't happen often. I promise. I was surprised for a man who can't handle that women poop. I was just really surprised that this was all happening. And then I got a lucky, lovely, beautiful, beautiful gift. The gift of fellatio. My husband dived under those covers like an eager, I don't want, I almost said eager little schoolboy. That's really inappropriate. Uh, he dived in there like a dog in fucking heat and just got at it. Just got at it. And it was glorious. And the, he, the covers came up to my neck. So like he was completely under, my head was in its own world and it was extremely pleasurable. And pretty much did the fucking cure. It did. I was fine. I was fine and fucking dandy after that. And he did not make me flip over. He ate me out until I finished. And then he fucked me and he came. And my head stayed in its own world the whole time. And I was like, did you like pretend I was somebody else or fucking something? Because I'm just psycho and say these comments. And I'm like, I don't care. I get it. I'm cool. My body. Cool. That's fun. Brown bag me next time. Why don't you? And he was like, <laughs> I was just keeping your, your vom mouth away. And I, and I knew that I just couldn't fucking help myself, but, uh, that's all. I'm at the 45 minute mark. I've talked enough. I hope that you all enjoyed this roller coaster of a fucking episode. I highly, highly encourage you, if you are not subscribed, to please subscribe, or if you're on Spotify, click the little follow button. You can head on over to our social media, where our, who's our, me, mine, just me, just fucking me, at 
the dot horny housewife podcast that's the ig there's funny memes there's inappropriate shit there's inappropriate reels you can dm me whatever and also there's a link because we have a website now who's we okay i have a website now the horny housewife podcast dot com there you can submit a confession a request uh and topic idea any fucking thing ask a question truly anonymously it just comes in as like random numbers at no reply.com to me and I will not know who the fuck you are so hit me with your best shot uh and speaking of hitting me it please hit me with love and go ahead and leave me five stars if you enjoyed this four stars if you don't want to give me four or five just don't do it at all and leave a review I'd love to hear back or if you don't feel like it, I don't care. Just push the stars. I will see you on Monday. Love you, love you, love you. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.